content warning. In this episode of the MetLife podcast, we discuss the sensitive subject of suicide. If you or someone you know needs assistance, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14. My name is Rachel Tao. I am the National Distribution Manager with MetLife, and today I am talking about mental health. Joining me on this podcast is Greg. Greg has previously worked in the financial services industry as a financial advisor. After many years of battling with his own mental health, Greg now wants to share his story and how he has overcome adversity with the hope to destigmatize the conversation around mental health, look out for the warning signs, and encourage anyone who might be struggling to reach out. Greg, thank you for joining me today. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your family, and your hobbies? Hi, Rachel. Great to catch up again. Yeah, 44-year-old father with two beautiful kids. I started advising back in 99. Uh, live over on the northern beaches. I love my surfing, snowboarding, love my ocean swimming, traveling, camping with the family, and, and hitting the gym. And uh, recently, I've gotten into running, uh, one of those things that I've always hated and uh, started listening to Dave Goggins and Akira the Don about pushing through on the, that stuff that you hate and uh, the, uh, the benefits of doing that. So, yeah, I really enjoyed my running. You've recently struggled with mental health. Can you give us some insight into your experience? Yeah, it's um, it definitely took a toll on me. Um, I've been battling it for uh, depression and anxiety for, for quite a while. Um Back in 2014 and continued through 2015, it got it got very dark for me. I, I tried to battle through and use medication as a solution. While it helped, it wasn't, as I found out, wasn't the solution. I've been a bit of a crutch and I'll go into that a bit more. Um, I kept my licensee informed all the way through with my, my battles um, from 2014. In 20, end of 2016, I ended up in hospital with a, a staph infection in my arm and nearly lost my arm. Um, off the back of that, I was on antibiotics for, for quite a while and that really destroyed my gut health. Didn't really understand how important that gut health is with mental health. Um, so things really continued to spiral down for me. 2017, 2018, a lot of pressures with running your own business as a sole practitioner and all the constant changes in the industry. I was pretty much forced on the, the focus on the day-to-day survival side of things and really didn't open up to my wife and my family about how, how much I was struggling. I just put on the suit and tie and just fronted up and just kept kept pushing through. And then um, really let my health go during that time. It was just one of those things you get in a spiral, or you grab what you can eat, you don't pay attention to what you're eating, you you're drinking a lot of coffee and, and you're not doing the exercise. I, I really didn't notice at the time that my sleep was so detri- uh, destroyed. I was, there was a, a period there for a couple of years where I just didn't have dreams, those dreamy, deep sleeps. In hindsight, it's been a, a significant alarm bell that I just did not pay attention to. After the, the knock with the arm and nearly losing it, I stopped drinking alcohol completely. I went for about uh, 442 days without a a drink and then I found myself having one drink here or one drink there and then I'd go off it for several months and then one drink here, one drink there and then I tried to get away from it again. Also through that period, I had a few significant um, life events with losses of three friends um, and my son battling some health and 
that really sort of broke me. I informed in 2019 my licensee that I needed to sell and needed to to get out for my own health. Um, it was a really hard decision uh, after putting so much into of my life into advising and that process of selling the business. It, it crushed me. It wasn't an easy process to go through and, and it pushed me over the edge. I In June 2019, I, I failed at, at taking my own life. So, I'm probably one of the lucky ones who, who stuffed up and got through the other side of it. Yeah, so, it wasn't, wasn't an easy period, that's for sure. And, and I, I remember reading articles just after I, I think we had lost 32 advisors to suicide within only a couple of months with all the Royal Commission and all the pressures and all the changes and all the bad, constant negative information that was coming out at the time. Yeah, it's yeah. alarming numbers. Yeah. And you've been through so much, Greg, over such a long period of time. What did you think you found most helpful during your mental health journey? Of There's been a number of things that have really helped. Uh, there's at the, at the tail end of it, has been able to look back and really break down that period and, and go through step by step and look at the things where while I was so lost and, and so just focused on the day-to-day, if there was some way that I had implemented these things that I am now, could have changed the path that I was on um, and could have pulled it back sooner. But one of the first things that hit me was a, a Jordan Peterson dialogue about suicide. Uh, it was on a, a soundtrack by a British DJ called Akira the Don. Um, he's come up with this new music genre, which is called Meaning Waves, where he's got people like Jordan Peterson, Dave Goggins, Jocko Willick, and some of their dialogues and speeches, their podcasts, mixed it into tracks or dance tracks or so you can just listen to it and and there was one on there around suicide, and I rec- recommend anyone have a listen to it because it's it's pretty haunting, but it's a it's a it's a great one to listen to. Then from there, I sort of listened to more of the Kira Don stuff, which really helped. And like we're in a, a period now where we get to choose the content that we consume. We get to choose the food, the 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 music, the the news, the TV shows, the movies we watch. It's not just like the old days where you sit down and be three TV channels. We get to get access to that and starting to to break away from that 24-hour news cycle, the talkback radios, the negative press within the industry and blocking all that constant barrage out made a a big impact just over a, a period because you're not getting that constant negative reinforcement of all the bad things going on in the world. So, that really helped. But also, I found that a lot of people within the industry, whenever we caught up, we we're always talking about oh, it's the Royal Commission or it's this change or it's that change or this change. And we weren't talking about the great things within the industry. So it's cutting away from some of that as well really helped. Um, I started getting up early every day. No matter how bad I slept the night before, I was set that routine, get up, start the day, make sure your circadian rhythm's in sync and gradually doing that, I, I started really exercising tracking all my, my exercise, hitting the gym four days a week, ocean swimming, running. Like, as I said, I hate running, but you push through that stuff that you hate and on the other side of it, it's just goodness. Like you, after 20 minutes of running, you hit that little high and you just feel fantastic and you keep pushing and finally feel like you'll run forever some days. Uh, so I've integrated that into my life. I focused on my sleep, not paying attention to simple things as not having dreams when you sleep. 
or only getting four hours of sleep a night. For years, I had bad sleep and I didn't pay attention to how much of an impact that was having on my health, especially my mental health. It's not clearing the brain out. It's not defragging. It's not letting your, your body rest and, and grow. Um, so I've really set a pretty strong sleep routine. Off the back of that, I, I changed, completely changed my diet, cut coffee out completely, going from, what, four to six cups of coffee today to none, and it has been fantastic. Um, cut processed carbs, sugars, focus on really getting my gut health right, and that's been an amazing change of reading books. But one book I recommend around the gut health side is how to cure psoriasis. That goes into eczema, goes into all stuff, but the fundamental of it is is getting that gut health right and it makes massive changes. Another book is uh, Alan Carr, The Easy Way to Stop Drinking. It's just a simple process and you get to the end of that book and you don't want to touch a drop of alcohol. You just don't feel like you're missing anything. I've given it to a couple of people and, and they've done the same. They've gone, I just don't have that urge, that craving, that intensity, that, that need for it. Now, one of the side effects of one of the medications that I was on was alcohol cravings would increase, but also the impact of alcohol would increase on this medication. So two beers would hit you like four, four beers would hit you like eight. It wasn't warned. I didn't know about that at the time. And trial and error on those on some of those different antidepressants can send you through hell and high water with different side effects. And so it is unfortunately a trial and error for some people when they go through the antidepressant side. Also, practicing gratitude. I know it sounds a bit fluffy and a bit kumbaya for some people. Um, it definitely did for me. I didn't think much of it. But a good mate of mine who runs an IT company, lives up near me, he, um, he got me onto this little program it's sort of called the wake up warrior and we went through it all and part of that is it's taking that time aside to write down and practice your gratitude instead of getting trapped in that that negative cycle that 24-hour news cycle or all the the things that you've lost or all the bad things that are going in your life you take that step back and look at the amazing things you do have in your life and, and really being grateful for that and Whenever I find myself spiraling down, I'll just say, right, I need to sit down. I need to focus on a few things I need to be grateful for. Set that time aside each morning and just do what they call a gratitude stack. And just when I'm doing that gratitude stack, I find things just are better and it really helps you focus. They sound like all fantastic small changes that everyone should make. Yeah, it is. It's just those making those little changes each and every day to your routine and taking a step back to analyse the changes or the, the things that are in your routine that are not benefiting you makes a difference. Make those small little correct changes, choices each day and you end up down a better path. Now, you've also been giving your time to volunteering with a mental health support group in your local area. Tell us a little bit about the group, your role and the impact that that has had on you. Yeah, this is a, a bit of an amazing little one. Um, I, sort, I can't even remember how I stumbled along it. Uh, it's a group set up by the Northern Beaches Council. And it's called the Gatekeeper Program. And I've actually got an um, online uh, meeting about it tonight where we all catch up and chat about some of the, the things that we've run to. But basically what it is is people who've had some sort of experience with mental health, whether it's in their family or, or personally, um, are involved in the community. And it's not you're out there singing about it and, and 
make a whole lot of noise, but it basically gives you the ability to not only identify someone who may need support, it gives you the tools on how to approach and open those conversations up and where to guide them and, and how to, to guide them. Make sure they're first safe and secondly, make sure that they've got access to all the different supports that are around locally as well. And and it, it's a fantastic program to go through. And it, I was really surprised at how effective the tools are. And I've, I've used them on a number of occasions, not only with close friends, um, I've used them with strangers on the street where I've just spotted this guy and he just, he was really struggling. Um, I've, I've used them with a mate of mine who's heavy in the, the soccer side and who's really worried about one of his mates, but also a number of the young guys that he coaches. So I had to chat to him around some of the things that we could do there. I've had it out on the surf where someone was struggling and I could just, just you could just sort of pick up or when you go through the training, you, you know what to pick up on. And I was chatting with him and had a real surprise one out in the middle of a soccer field one day, a guy that I was competing against and all of a sudden he started opening up in the middle of the game. He had gone through a lot of struggles and lost his wife to cancer not long ago and all of a sudden we we're having a pretty serious conversation in between games. So it's it's a fantastic little initiative by the Northern Beaches Council and something that I think the uh, the industry could learn a hell of a lot from too, that's for sure. Well, it's, it's great that you say that because I'd be interested to hear from you what's one thing you'd say to an advisor who might be going through a hard time at the moment? Talk to your spouse. We've had these dis- we've had these discussions before about about opening up and talking to people and, and talking to those around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, look, talking to your spouse, talking to your friends. Maybe there's a, a colleague in the industry you can trust, you can open up with. Make sure you let people know exactly what you you're afraid of and and what you're struggling with. It might seem like an absolute mountain to you, but for someone else, I'll come in and go. No, mate, that's that's simple. I'll give you a hand. Let's get this done. Let's get you through the next thing. Let's get it sorted. And don't be afraid to stop. Take a step back, and and have a have that time out. Have a look at what your routine is. Look at look at the things that are, are stressing you out. Write them down. Look at the things that you can cut out of your life. Take away so you can just go. Okay, make things a bit more simple. And licensees really need to play a big role in this too. A good licensee will be providing the processes, the structures to help identify, you know, the warning signs for advisors who are struggling and the advisors that need support. And they are, and when you know what they are, they are there. And that, and good licensees we have to grab onto that. Others won't, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, really, really, really open up to your loved ones and make sure that they know. Because you'll be quite surprised at how they can help on on simple things. I think that's a really important message. I want to thank you so much, Greg, for having the courage to speak so candidly about your own personal journey. Together, we can improve the mental health of everyone in the financial services industry if we stand together and open ourselves up to the conversation. Talk to each other and ask for help if you need it. If you or anyone you know is struggling, this is not something you need to face alone. Reach out to Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636 if you need someone to talk to. Thank you so much for listening today. You've been listening to the MetLife Podcast. 
To find out how you can partner with us, please visit metlife.com.au. This podcast has been prepared by MetLife Insurance Limited and intended for advisor and internal use only and should not be provided to clients or attributed to MetLife in any advice provided. This material is intended to provide general information only and has been prepared without taking into account any particular person's objectives, financial situation or needs. Any general information contained within or given during this podcast is not intended to be investment or financial advice, nor a recommendation to invest in a financial product or undertake any particular strategy or course. In accessing this podcast, you agree to MetLife's podcast disclaimer terms found at metlife.com.au.